0: What's up crew? Welcome to the studio. This is episode um, 153, I believe, and uh, first day of June 2021. So staring down the barrel of an, uh, Independence Day weekend. Thanks for uh, joining us and hopefully we're going to talk nerdy out there tonight uh, about just things Going on, and what we're looking at uh, as far as the future is concerned. Um, got to thinking about that and had uh, the topic sent in probably a couple of weeks ago now. And so, we're going to talk about our thoughts on the future of tech, the future of platforms, the future of the industry, the future of the community, and the future of our uh, channels here on YouTube or wherever we may create content of course before we jump into anything too terribly heavy uh shout out as always and thanks to the patreon patron crew as well as the youtube channel members and those folks that do super chat remember that if you do want uh your question topic whatever uh nerdy stuff you have out there in the live chat to be seen you can of course super chat but you don't have to uh if you don't want to go that route You can use the at symbol, at Clovertack, all one word. That should highlight my name, and uh, I'll be able to pick up on that a whole lot, a whole lot quicker. Remember also that if you're in replay, there is comments down below. You can utilize those comments and, uh, yeah, continue the conversation. So I'm going to screen share here because tonight we're going to give away a cap, and there it is. It is the, uh, I guess that's a woodland camo. From uh, our friends over at Medieval Industries. Uh, picked that up, I think, when we were in Tulsa back in April. They were there. I uh, stopped by, uh, talked with them. Always great. We've had them on the podcast before. Look that up uh, on the channel if you want. But uh, they said, uh, yeah, here's a uh, cap. And I thought, okay, well, instead of wearing that, which uh, I would wear that. Don't get me wrong. Instead of wearing that, I thought, heck, uh, we'll... Uh, We'll give that one away, and maybe I'll see them in Tulsa in November or in NRA or CCA or a SHOT show. And <laughs> can pick up another one for myself. Tonight, we're going to give that away, uh, and I'll show you how we give that away. If you're out there and you're live, uh, use the hashtag TalkNerdy. Hashtag TalkNerdy. Type that uh, out there into the chat, and that will, uh, yeah. That will get you entered for the cap. And you're going to have to be present to win. So there you go. We're going to give that away toward the end of the show as we're winding things down. So let me get uh, that off the screen for now. Figure out how to do it. There we go. And bring the panel in. And we're going to uh, get this party started. Swamp Dog has joined us tonight. What's happening, bro?
1: Not a whole lot. As soon as I seen the topic talking about tech in the future, I knew I had to come on.
0: Right. Well, we are certainly going to dive into it. Uh, Ghost with us as well. How are you, man? Did he mute? Did he unmute? Is he away? Is he getting a drink of water? He dropped out earlier, so Ghost may be having some... Maybe ghosting us. He may be having some technical difficulties. Yeah, maybe so. Okay, that's weird. So let's kick this one off. I guess before we do, uh, just remind folks again, if you want to win that cap from medieval industries, hashtag talk nerdy. Got to be present to win. Hashtag talk nerdy so here he goes he jumped out back in now maybe he's working let's see what's up man nope he cannot unmute so not real sure what's going on with a ghost but he's like having issues with uh, a Bluetooth or a headset or something there you go kind of sorta that was weird Yeah, you're choppy, super bad, staticky. You static and choppy, so we'll hold out for just a minute. See if we can get him back in. While we're waiting on, uh, on Ghost again, show that cap. There it is. You got to be present to win tonight. So you're gonna have to hang around and hang out. Uh, and if we switch over, if you want a shot at it, hashtag Talk Nerdy out there in the live chat. Hashtag Talk Nerdy. You're going to have to be here to, uh, to claim your prize. So there we go. Let me uh, take that back down. Bring Ghost back in. See if he uh, duct taped his uh, microphone or whatever he needed to do there. It's almost like you have a short in something, man. Wouldn't that what you would you that? You say that swamp dog kind of sounded that way.
1: Yep, that's what it sounds like, like a loose connection or something. Like you said, a short somewheres.
0: Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you, hello? Yep, there you go. Are you still you able know? to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear us? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. I
2: hear you.
1: Flying. Oh, good.
3: Okay. okay. Real static. No, saying that because I'm living in July
0: yeah you was breaking up super bad you gonna try again it was a weird breakup though it's not like an internet breakup can you hear me yeah that was perfect
3: I'm, I'm just sitting here talking the same way that's weird i don't know i have no idea we had a big storm coming here it might be something weird
1: yeah, I have to say it sounds all clear now.
3: Yeah. Okay, well, I was saying that I must be living in the future because I'm living in July 1st, and you had said earlier it was June 1st, so I must be, no, we're talking about the future. I'm living in the future. Well, I said it was Independence Day
0: weekend, so why did I say June 1st and then Independence Day weekend?
3: That's weird, so, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I left I that open because I knew Ghost would want to jump on it.
0: Oh, well, it's all good. It's all good. You know, people do what I meant. Uh, Fly to Rich, jumping in. What's up? You're just in time. Maybe not. Tonight is just going to be one of those shows that uh, is off the rails early. So, go figure.
1: Only go up from here, I guess.
0: I guess so. So, Rich is here, but he's not saying anything. I don't know what the deal is. Alright, well. No, that's strange. I got—I can hear you guys a whole time, perfectly fine, no problem. Yeah, I don't know either. So my apologies to, I guess, folks in the audio world because they're gonna absolutely hate this because usually there's little silence and everything runs fine. Tonight is not that case, but we're gonna move on. First thing we're gonna talk about is uh, the future of tech. I'm gonna let Swamp Dog build this one first, uh, since that's kind of why you jumped in. So as far as let's look ahead up to maybe five years, right? Cause I mean, who's to say in 10 years and 20 years, I mean, flying cars, there's no telling, right. Um, but as far as the tech, um, not platform specific tech, but when we talk tech, we're talking about things we record with the devices, things of that nature tech. Um, what are some things that you see that may be niche now, maybe they're not even thought about now, but becoming more mainstream?
1: Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the first thing that would probably be obvious, which is the 3D stuff. And I'm going to say something that might be a little controversial, but I see in the next five and especially 10 years, uh, a lot more people using phones because the amount of the the camera quality and all that stuff that is jumping up with each iteration of the phones mm-hmm. it makes content creation- especially like for social media and stuff for it just being straight on the phone, click a button it's on the app, and it's already posted. I see that being a big deal in the future uh, and like i said not 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 too far off from the way things are now. Mm-hmm. And I know what. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and that that that'll kind of like bring things, uh, make it easier for more people to get into content creation. Not necessarily a, a big deal for people that's already content creators now.
0: Yeah, I think we're already seeing that. I mean, when you when you look at things like when we talk about podcasting specifically, and we look at apps like Anchor, which have become real really popular, why? Um, it's almost push to the talk, they make it real easy through the app and utilizing a mobile device. Uh, you're also seeing a lot of accessories for mobile devices be that um, different cameras, different lighting rigs, different uh microphones, whatever the case may be. Uh, so yeah, ghost jumping out of you tech, uh, within you know the next five years. Uh, any thoughts on where we may be headed?
3: I think we're already there with the phones. I think that it's the phones that we have now are more powerful, better cameras that you can buy, um, you know, that aren't part of the the system already. But I think what's going to happen, the GoPro was kind of like a big thing, you know, when it started out these small action cameras. But I think that you're going to start seeing high, high, like 4K and ultra 4K, whatever, you're going to start seeing a lot of cameras that are going to get smaller and smaller that can be utilized as action cams or something like that. I, I just think the technology is there to where you're going to see a lot of small cameras that are going to be, I'm not going to say cheap, but inexpensive. I mean, they're under $100 probably that are going to be able to, we already see that you have 4K GoPros that are knockoff GoPros that sell for about $50, $60. So, I think the next five years, you're going to just see the technology of how small can I get them. And, and that's kind of a cool thing where, you know, we talk about, you know, some of the spy gadgets, you know, the the, the lapel cameras, the camera, cam- the, the, the glass cameras, all that stuff. I think that stuff is going to be mainstream to where it's going to be easier for people to put on a pair of sunglasses and walk down the street and be able to film what they're doing, which I think would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like for yeah, well, student, go- how 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 cool would be to be able to put a pair of, of sunglasses on and go outside of your range and shoot and be able to film in 4K while you're shooting, you know? Go ahead, Swamp Dog.
1: I was going to say, uh, talking about that, about the sp- spy gadgets and stuff, one of the biggest things that I can remember growing up, which, of course, it was older than my time, but the Dick Tracy TV watch, And now everybody, and going back to what Ghost was saying, there's knockoff smart watches and all that stuff to where almost everybody has some form of a screen on their wrist nowadays at $20 to $100, depending on what brand or like a knockoff off of Amazon. Yeah. I think that, you know, I, 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 want to combine
0: the two things. I mean that what ghost was talking about. And I think, I think that tech wise now how that affects us as creators. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I know that the movement gizzard out there was saying that, that, uh, phones are already a pretty big deal and totally agree that they are. Um, but I think the next may be the smart glasses, some type of a heads up display. We've talked about it before. Um, you know, so with
2: yeah, I the shift
0: to... with creators and the shift from, you know, hey, we're dealing with more people watching on mobile. So thumbnails need to be able to be seen better. And, you know, we need close, uh, more close up views of what we're doing um, because, you know, screens are smaller than a TV or, you know, a computer or something like that. You know, how does that change the game. I see that as kind of a reverse. If you've got a heads-up display in your glasses, that's going to be like almost like watching something, uh, a TV or something, up super close. So, potentially, that gives us a little more movement back to kind of the more of a desktop or a television format, maybe. Go ahead, uh, Swamp
1: Dog. I was just wanting to clarify where, where what I was talking about with the phones and stuff is For the actual content creation stuff, like so much stuff is getting added into the phones to where you have about three or four different models like right now that have real good active gimbals built into the phone and all these other things. Like you was mentioning accessories being made straight for the phone, different high end good glass lenses and microphones that's directly for a phone versus cameras and stuff and then where you was talking about about the like putting your content uh for one type or another whether you're trying to like max or optimize it for a small screen versus a big screen that kind of goes along with some of the stuff that i have to do with the 3d content depending on what what way um, expecting someone to view it depends on a whole different process on the back end,
0: right? So we're going to shift now uh, and talk a little bit about platforms, which is a, another side of tech, and I think there's quite a bit to talk about there. Before we do, get the screen share back up, uh, show the cap. We're going to give away toward the end of the show. Not a whole lot of people out there watching right now. Um, so odds are good, especially considering you have to be present to win that. And here's how you do it. Just type hashtag talk nerdy. All one word, hashtag talk nerdy, just like you see on the screen uh, in the chat. That'll get you entered for that uh, medieval, medieval mid- evil, if I can speak tonight, uh, industries cap. So uh, pull that back off the screen for right now and let's move into the uh the second one let's talk a little bit about platforms and and uh not and i'm not talking about new platforms coming up but we we see platforms over time they evolve and they change you know what are we looking at potentially over the next um five years or so now before we jump into that shout out to firearm fanatics uh f a n a-T-I-K-S, I believe, Iron Fanatics. Google it, duck, duck, Go it, you'll find it. Uh, but a really interesting platform. Been around for a while, just went through a major uh, update or upgrade. Uh, they're adding some games over there. It's 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 got a look and a feel a lot like Facebook, uh, but it's a lot freer with what you can do. Uh, and right now, with the, the new upgrades uh, in the early stages of basically the rebuild, uh, it's like the wild, wild west or, or, or you know, claiming an un, you know a previously unknown continent for your country or whatever. You can go over there, stake your claim and your land and your groups and your pages and all of that good stuff. So uh, I've always found that to be a, a really fun part of the innovation of technology and platforms and, and new spaces online. But as far as platforms, uh, the big ones that we're dealing with now. Uh, changes on those moving forward as well as other pop-ups in the direction that things are going Uh, things tend to relate to tech a lot we know that that's why I wanted to tackle platform second but ghost I'm gonna let you talk for just a minute Uh, what do you see as far as platform wise what are some of your thoughts on what the future holds
3: I think what happened in 2020 is gonna be a huge thing where the world realized that people can connect without being in person with working from home and doing the zoom meetings and going to virtual school and virtual college and all of that. I think that the technology is going to be pushed here pretty soon. That is going to be stuff for, I think for the creator going to be really cool. I think that podcasting became a huge thing. It was already a big thing, but 2020 I think exploded the podcast because a lot of people were sitting at home and thought well I can do these video blogs or these podcasts now I think that people like YouTube um, Instagram and all of these I, I think that they're gonna jump in somehow maybe YouTube ends up having where you do a live chat and they host the podcast through their servers or something I think you're gonna start seeing a lot of things with like uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime where movies aren't going straight to theaters or going to these, these hosting sites now, but what that's going to do also is give the amateur filmmaker or the, the filmmakers that are coming out of school or whatever, that may not be part of a studio yet, have a way to make films now and get them out to the masses without having to go through studios and theaters. And it's not just necessary for us making videos, but in tech in general, I think that you're going to start seeing platforms really allow people freedom to be creative from home and i think that that's really cool because there's no telling where that goes down the line
0: well i think we've already seen that to an extent when we talk about news because like the mainstream lamestream whatever you want to call it you know fake news whatever you want to call it um compare those ratings right to internet related news channels and it's not even a contest. I mean, those are you know and let alone comparing newspapers right goes to the yeah. online news content
3: absolutely and, and I think and I think what's happening is the idea of social media take it for what it is, whether some people like it, some people don't, it is what it is, but social media is more important to the world, seemingly than the mainstream news and i think that that's going to be as far as news and i like where you're going as far as actual news goes you know it's, it's almost like the old public access tv back in the 80s and 90s where anyone could go to the public access station and have their own show well guess what that's what youtube and, and instagram and all these are and there's going to be some people that are maybe journalists that are either slighted by The mainstream media, they can't get a job, but are really good at bringing news and all of that, this is going to give them an opportunity. I don't see why they couldn't have a nightly news show on YouTube that could be 10 times better and more informative and and less biased than anything you're going to find on TV. So the news, I never thought about that, but that would be really amazing to have the social media news take over because at that point, the mainstream media doesn't have the clout that it does. It can't dictate, you know, legislation, and it can't dictate what we think and, and say about people because no one's watching anymore. That's a really fascinating idea about social media news. Mm-hmm.
0: And Chris Lang out there says, "I agree. Wearing a body cam all day is not a bad idea. Make content or protect yourself from the unscrupulous." Um, yeah, I mean, you, you would have to be careful with that. The idea of that. Um, because you can, you can actually retroactively get in trouble, um, depending on what footage you're putting up from where and other things, and maybe not necessarily criminally get in trouble, but certainly civilly, there
3: could be privacy issues. You have minors out there, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that you'd have to be really careful with. Uh, the privacy issue would be the biggest one I'd say. Yeah.
0: Uh, Swamp Dog, bring you in uh when we're talking, you know, platform side of things. Some of your thoughts on what the uh, future may hold.
1: I think a big deal of where we're headed kind of was what was mentioned before. But augmented reality, I think, is the big deal. Uh And that's like combining everything from what y'all was talking about, the social media aspect side of things, People having more and more tech on their person and built into their phones, and the phones being more powerful than some gaming computers I used to have, and stuff like that. And live, live stuff, whether that's podcasting, live streaming, right. or even like uh, just live chat stuff that, like, uh, Ghost was mentioning, so much more people. Even on business sides of things that ain't even related to the content thing, people started realizing the usefulness of the internet and apps and staying connected and getting stuff done without actually being in person, even though we was kind of forced into it. That's one of the only upsides that I've seen or uh, my opinion to come out of 2020 is the like the explosion of online content and content um, consumption.
0: Right. And when we talk about, you know, live, when we talk about these platforms, uh, I'm going to let you and and Joe's both kind of comment on this. When we talk about platforms, the first outcry is that, oh, we need a place that's not biased. And the problem is just like that would be like getting mad at the convenience store because they have a sign of this is no shoes, no shirt, no service, right? Um, or, you know, something, something like that. Um, you know, that's their business. They can do what they do. And no matter what the platform is and who it's ran by, um they've got some gatekeeping right that's going on well not only that but sometimes what is perceived as could be perceived as bias on an upstart let's say platform um is simply because of the resources that it requires nowadays with the tech and as tech is progressing and moving forward the bandwidth That is required for them to host videos, the bandwidth, the stuff that's required for them to be able to stream, uh, live stuff. Uh, that's a hurdle, a barrier to entry. Uh, that's a, that's a real problem for those willing anyway, to start new platforms. So I think that's why you see, uh, your established platforms nowadays, uh, deviating and trying new things and and whatnot you want to talk uh, at all about that kind of that barrier to entry idea swamp dog
1: yeah it's funny that you mentioned the bandwidth side of things because that's something that doesn't get mentioned very often and with me dealing with the 3d stuff that's something that i have to deal with on a daily basis with the 3d stuff being double and triple the size of a regular video even from the my side of things having a good enough connection to be able to upload stuff and that's just from a end user side of things where you was mentioning the actual startup like streaming service place the amount of storage and actual bandwidth of their connection it's something that with so many people getting on now, it's something that that's going to, something's going to have to change because the bandwidth is going to get used up pretty quick without a bunch of updates. Mm-hmm. And uh, all that costs a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots of money. Uh I'm going to bring ghost back in Um because you brought it up talking about devices getting smaller. Devices are getting smaller, but the file size, uh, the output, the, you know the bandwidth required to do things with the devices is growing. So, um, yeah, just you want to talk on that at all? Barrier to entry uh, and how all of that gets affected as we move forward?
3: Yeah, I think what you're 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 gonna start seeing is it, it sounds bad, but a lot of startup companies, like truly startup companies. Unless they have the funding secured ahead of time and a really good business plan going into it, it's going to be difficult for them to compete with the big dogs because um, it's going to take a lot of money. But I think there's an opportunity, and this is just a business aspect of it, and it's been going on forever. But, you know, there are a lot of people that might have the idea of starting up a company with a brand new idea that hasn't been done before. Knowing that they can't be there for the long haul, but they want to get it out there. They want to get it tested. They want to get it where people notice it and then sell it to one of the bigger companies or at least the technology to one of the bigger platforms and make their money. I think you're going to say people do that, but I think that that's, that's, that's needed because let's take YouTube. YouTube has a lot of people out there in think tanks. That, I mean, thousands and thousands of employees just there are thinking. But there might be some guy in Omaha, Nebraska that's come up with a great idea that no one at YouTube thought about implementing. Mm-hmm. And then it and it works. And so now YouTube says, well, it's worked. Let's buy the technology. And so there, there's gonna be opportunities for people to come up with great creative ideas that haven't ever been done before. So if you're out there and you've got an idea, don't think that well, I don't have the money or I, I don't I don't have whatever the time or ought to do all this full time. Get it out there because you never know who might pick up on that and say, you know what? That is a great idea. I know you can't finish this off, but let me take it off your hands and this will be your baby on XYZ platform. So there's there's a lot of opportunities for people at home, especially for people that are getting into these digital marketing degrees now that are in college. Utilize that. Be creative. Allow yourself to try something because you never know who's watching. But I think that's going to be the, the road down downstream is larger companies consuming these smaller companies or these smaller startups for their technology. And, and I, that's a beautiful thing. That's, that's what business is about is sometimes you don't have to be the one that sees a finish line. You've got to start the race and let someone else finish it for you.
0: Right. It's kind of like a relay race, right? Almost. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter what part of the leg you're on.
1: Um, that's another thing that uh, is happening now, and a good example of that is the where Facebook just acquired Oculus a couple of years ago, which was, at the time, the biggest and best VR headset company, and now that's owned and ran and swallowed up by Facebook.
0: Now, uh, Vandaliska out there, this says, I think, with SSD storage prices coming down. File size should be less of an issue. Yeah, the file size is less of an issue. It's transfer rates is more uh, dealing with file size is more my concern. And I think what we were talking about um, and the network, right? Um, and the tactical pineapple says, even if everything was all equal, uh, it's an impossibility to have uh, a massive company. It's just not a profitable venture. Uh, And that's true. I mean, uh, YouTube is predominantly a loss leader and, you know, the biggest uh, on the planet as far as uh, uh, video hosting, live streaming, all of that goes. Biggest by far on the planet. Um, I can't remember the channel, but YouTube absolutely dwarfs Facebook and, and every, I mean, dwarfs them. It's not even close. Still
3: loses money every year.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not even close. So, uh, yeah, not a profitable business. Another, Part of that, though, I'm glad Tactical Pineapple, if I can get it out, brought that up, because another part of that, when we talk about a profitable venture, um, is people don't care. That's a problem. It's like, we've only got five or six out there watching now, and we're going to give away a cap at the end of the show. Super disheartening, because people don't freaking care. Um, They just want it on their phone, they want it free, and then they want to complain, X, Y, and Z, whatever. Uh, they don't understand, the average person doesn't understand and can't comprehend the costs that are involved in pretty much everything. I bet you they would if it affected their day-to-day life. I bet you if you yanked social media and everything completely away from them and then made them pay for that, um, I bet you at that point, you know, divvied it up, whatever the cost is amongst users, even if it was four ninety nine a month. Uh, there would be skin in the game and people would start to understand that a little more uh, because it's not profitable. Here was where I was going with that. It's not profitable, uh, as ta- as Tactical Pineapple brought up, um, until you start mining the data, which is a problem that users have. Yeah, I don't want my data mined. Well, then you're not giving anything back to that platform for them to then sell to advertisers to do this, that, or the other uh, focus groups to make money. Well, then option two is they take on outside advertising like the ads that play uh, here on YouTube. And then people get mad because of monetization policies and other things when it's the advertisers paying the money that says, hey, I don't want this in front of X, Y, Z. And people get upset over that. Um, Whereas if I was to be in the line with you at Walmart uh, and tell you what you could and could not buy with your money, um, you would tell me to go pretty much where I could go stick it. Right. Um, So. Yeah, that's essentially what you're doing uh, in that in that instance, I think unfortunately um with that though we're going to move into uh i think our next step i don't want to take that down a uh, uh, too much of a rabbit hole chris laying out there says you can't send a three minute video via email why <laughs> well file size uh, again you can compress it and uh whatnot the the trick to that would be more by like uh send uh, a link. Vandalistic out there says, uh, mine, my data, all you want. <laughs> it's worth exactly nothing, he says. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, and I'll tell a story about that here in a second. Tactical Pineapple says, my favorite example is when people DM and suggest that I use different, another type of camera for his videos. Where do you think that money comes from? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, or I had a good one the other day that was, and again, we're, we're chasing rabbit holes. You guys are sending me down rabbit holes. Um, But I had one the other day talking about comparing one gun to another gun. And I'm like, are you going to buy that and send it to me? Uh, You know, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have that. So, yeah, not going to happen. But uh, 45ACP says the only current company who could build something like YouTube, uh, if they wanted, is Amazon. Just think of the monetization possibilities creators gawking uh hawking the website no absolutely uh absolutely without a doubt pop out there in the uh the side chat
1: there's Um, a side note that i'd like to add uh while we're still on the subject of the right platforms which is something that i'm working with right now with the 3d uh content side of things where there's a couple of platforms that's just for the 3D uh, video format, like a 3D YouTube, and then focused on pictures like a 3D version of Instagram. But from the content creator side of things, which is something that is a lot of people kind of have issues with YouTube on doing the gun videos, is getting an actual clear set uh, of guidelines to be able to go by with the platform. And that's something I'm actually able to be working directly with the CEOs of that platform to get something together that for people moving forward to have something definitely set. Okay. You can do this. You can't do this. This is okay. This isn't okay. And then you don't have the, like the worry of, Oh, I'm going to post a video and hope it goes whatever. And then all of a sudden your channel's, turned off when you go check it the next day or something
0: well you don't until everything starts to grow right that's all scalable so while it's great now that blows up to let's just say a tenth the size of youtube uh over the next year those rules that those policies those things are going to be changed they're going to be affected they're going to be changed um and there's many, many variables that goes into that. It's not as simple. People want to make it out again as it's a bias. And it's it's Yeah. Well it's that's what, that's that what that I was simple.
1: getting at is actually having a dialogue from the get go of actually yes. being back and forth with the actual creators to come to something instead of it just being someone yes. like in an office somewhere uh, that probably is gonna be leftist or whatever, more more than likely that decides, okay, hey, I don't like this and then I'm just going to go ahead and change the guidelines now and maybe send an email to everyone and it's two in the morning and people might not check it. But actually having people involved from the creator side of things kind of lets things work a little more smoothly when there are changes that come up. Because like you said, things grow, things change. Something could happen next year that like like the way COVID did and all that that like changes the way everybody looks at things that unexpectedly Mm
0: -hmm. yeah no I agree Uh, gonna give ghost uh, final follow-up here as we're talking about platforms and stuff uh, and then we will uh, we will move
3: on to our next bullet point go ahead ghost I think the one thing that us as creators have to remember is it's not our right to be on any platform we're guests on whatever platform we choose to be on. And if they're going to set aside XYZ rules and regulations and all of that, it's up to us to decide if we want to be on that platform. But if we decide to be on that platform, you know, I think it's funny. And I'm not saying anyone in this room, but it just in general, creators, let's, let's take YouTube. People want to be on YouTube because it's massive and that's where the crowd is. That's where the, the, the views are. That's where the people are watching. And yet creators want to complain what YouTube is doing. Then don't be on YouTube. Well, or it's not you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but we, we can't expect these massive companies to have conversations with creators when they're trying to run a business for free for us. They make it free right. for us to be on and then complain that they're not listening to us, man. I, I don't, I mean, you know, and it's just one of those things where I get tired of hearing creators. Yeah. say I'm tired of YouTube. Then don't be on YouTube. Yeah, I I get you,
0: and I get the frustration. That's why we've chased this one, you know, and I knew it was going to happen when I put platforms in the talking points here. Um, But, you know, here's the other thing. You say don't be on the platform. I've I've got another alternative. Maybe work to advocate for changing the policies on the platform. If all you're going to do is make videos and bad mouths and make posts and bad mouths the platform, then I agree with you, Ghost. Quit the platform. Go somewhere else if it's that if it's that horrible. Because they're apparently they're letting you trash their platform on their platform. So how bad can they be if they're willing to let you do that? First of all, um, but you can expend energy by doing that, but you can't expend energy by trying to reach out and trying to work with said platform.
3: So there there are two options there in my mind. No doubt. I mean, and having conversations. You know, you and I were lucky a couple years ago to, to have great talks with the people over at Gunstreamer. And they were all about getting input from creators, getting input from creators. And then it just kind of disappears. Why? It's not that they quit caring about creators. Eventually, you have to make money or it goes away. So is a business, you flip from... We're going to have this platform. It's going to be pro freedom, pro voice, pro, you know, whatever you want to do. This is America. And then you realize, man, this costs like a lot of money every month just to keep up. So instead of being so into tune with the creator once, We've got to figure out revenue streams. We have to figure out how to keep this thing, how to keep the lights on every month. And and we'll sit there and say, well, they quit caring about the content creators. No, they're trying to make money so that those creators have a place to be. So yep. it, it's it's a give and take, you know. Yeah. No, totally.
0: Uh, tactical pineapple first uh, rain out there with a 99 cent super chat making it rain is rain. tactical pineapple says a ghost nailed its platform is a construct of a corporate enterprise and they do have to answer to a board amongst many many others uh and he says uh it's very similar to uh, current persian one percent bikers from harley deep dealerships um so yeah, we're going to jump into the next topic. By the way, there is the medieval industries cap we're going to give away at the end of the show, and uh, if you want a shot at that, you do have to be present in the chat uh, when we do this. But you need to uh, comment out there in the live chat hashtag talk nerdy all one word hashtag talk nerdy, and that will uh, secure your entry. So let's uh, yeah, let's jump into we're basically this topic. Brings us about halfway there. Uh, we're going to talk about the industry now. When we talk about the industry, we're talking about from the creator working with creator, not new guns that are coming out and things like that. Um, we're talking from the creator side of things when I talk when we talk industry. But you know, when we look backwards, uh, and again, this is all about looking forward. But if we look backwards, we see you know there's tons of written media in the in the firearm industry around there are tons of, you know, magazines and, you know, things like that. There, there's a lot of old school, there's, there's TV shows, right? There's networks, there's TV networks even. Uh, and I say TV, maybe cable TV networks, but uh, hunting channel, things of that nature. Uh, there's a lot of old school. Um, and you don't necessarily see a lot of talk radio. You don't necessarily, necessarily see them, adapting and moving forward it's kind of like we talked about earlier with mainstream media and covid showed us real quick you get those news anchors um you know on a microphone behind a microphone uh camera in their basement whatever it might be like we do every day of the week um they lose their minds they freak out they can't handle that they can't roll with the punches so you know what does it look like from an industry side For five years moving forward, when it when we're talking about media, Ghost, do you want to do this one?
3: I I think that when when you're talking about the industry, as far as the media industry of the gun stuff, whether it's the TV shows, uh, you know, the outdoor channel used to do a bunch of stuff. Obviously, History Channel had Top Gun and or uh, and uh, I mean, uh, Top Shot, I mean, you had. All of these things, but you also about print media and newspapers and all that. I think that where it's, it's already there, but I think in the next five to 10 years, everything's going to be on demand. I think that the same TV shows are going to be made, but they're not going to be on a TV channel. They're going to be on a history app or Paramount's app or outdoor channels app to where there's not going to be that channel anymore. But the content's going to be out there. I don't think you're going to see the magazine. I don't think recoil is going to be prevalent 10 years from now. But recoil online will be very prevalent where you can get all your articles on demand. I think on demand services, what we've seen with Netflix and Prime and Hulu and all these, that's where it's going. I think that every, I don't think that we're going to lose all that content. I just don't think it's going to be on the mainstream channels or cable networks and all that. I think it's all going to be on demand so people can watch it wherever, whenever, on whatever device they want to from now on.
0: Now, as far as the industry side of things, and it, it seems like a lot of the industry are moving to in house type media stuff as opposed to, you know, outsourcing that to a media company. Um, do you think that's going to affect the quote-unquote gun tubers out there and their relationships with those uh, those industry people moving forward as they sort of become their own creators and influencers in a way?
3: I, I, maybe in a way. I think what we've already seen in the last few years is that the industry companies are utilizing gun tubers, social media influencers, whatever you want to call as their commercials, they're, they're willing to, they're they're setting aside X amount of dollars for advertising and marketing. Well, instead of buying ad spots on TV or ad spots in in magazines or newspapers, they're, they're basically buying commercials from us. They're saying, here, review this product. Instead of doing a, a written article and recoil, give us a five minute video on this, product and I think they're already seeing that now I think what we might see and this is unfortunate because I've got a little bit of experience in this but I think what you might see down the road are these conglomerate of YouTubers unionizing per se or these uh, or these groups of youtubers coming together as a, as a company or as an entity and working deals with companies as a group. But that may not be a bad thing if it's done the right way. But, you know, people talk about YouTubers unionizing and all that. That's impossible to do. But the idea of a group of people going to a company and saying, instead of Ghost Tactical going to Glock and saying, I can do this for you, you go to them as a conglomerate and say, I've got 20 creators that can do this for you. That might be where the industry is going down the road. Mm -hmm. And here's the varying perspectives on that, right? Um, uh, uh, yes.
0: <laughs> so, it Swamp Dog, uh, jump in here real quick, because I know you've got to, to bail in a second. Um, yeah, give us your thoughts on the, the industry side uh, as it relates to content creation and that sort of thing, media, marketing, uh, moving forward. Some of your thoughts.
1: Uh, I would just echo what Ghost was saying about the that already kind of being there you see a lot of the companies already putting the majority of their marketing budget towards social media like influencer people doing ads or videos which if you think about it when you do a video like that that's basically what it is is an ad for them anyways because you're trying to generate buzz for them and where he was talking about uh seeing like conglomerates or groups of creators getting together. I think that's already starting to happen now too. So I think you're going to see that coming into play more and more sooner than you would expect.
0: Yeah. And that's not a new concept. I mean, it's, um, uh, multi-channel networks or MCNs, um, it's been around for a very long time. Uh, you know, the difference with, um, uh, I think with with something like an ECM or something like maybe a Leviathan, um, is if you've got groups of creators that come together, that's a little different than a marketing agency, um, bringing in creators. I think that's yeah. a totally different situation.
1: And I think it's important too, like what Go said, for when. If you're going to do that, that there's a right way and a wrong way to approach it. And we've seen it happen throughout history and other industries, too. There's a right way to organize, to actually get stuff done. And then you see time and time again where people try to organize and it ends up like backfiring on them because it wasn't done the right way. Right. Or it ends up pushing people out or something like that.
0: Right. Uh pop out there. He says the Wichita car guys are starting to do some of that. So they cross promote, uh, get together, and feed each other's channels. Um, yeah, I mean there was some conversation on on Hank Strange's show last night, uh, early on, first half of the show probably pretty good, pretty good watch last night. Go check that out if you if you get a chance. But and if you're curious about YouTube and and creator stuff anyway pretty good conversation Um, a lot of inaccuracies that hopefully I can get on and and uh, and clarify I'm not gonna say anybody lied or anything like that they just were unable to give proper context and details to some of the stuff that uh, that they were talking about hopefully I can like I said hopefully uh, I can get on one day and clear some of that up for folks but uh, a great conversation and and one of the conversations was a cross-promote idea Uh, and so You've got to – if you're talking about that aspect of things, uh, before we move on to the next, next bullet point here, you know, what I want to say about the cross-promotion thing is while it's great if you have a group, if you start a group or whatever, if the individual members of that group are not willing to cross-promote and share people's stuff outside of um, – before they ever got into the group – then odds are they're going to be worthless once they get into that group. So, um, we need to be doing that regardless of groups. We need to take that on uh, without
3: a doubt, a doubt. So, you Chris need to make is- sure that if you have not if you, if you're going to join one of these groups, make sure you read the fine print because yeah. a yeah. lot of times they'll take advantage of of people that may not read that fine print
2: well
0: and some of that's because they're their own entity they're not another creator that's that's, that's right coming together as a i view it as a web right a, a web a network of creators or or whatever uh, it's a little bit different when you've got another business a marketing firm let's say at the reins uh chris lang says uh wps the warrior poet society same that's the same type thing man um noble effort in that but it's very specialized and is that bringing new people into our community is that actually making the community any better Uh, i don't know but i'm going to take an opportunity before we shift gears because community chris thanks for that is the uh is the next topic we're going to talk about tonight before i do that though um hashtag talk nerdy out there there is the cap uh, from medieval industries we're going to give away at the end of the show got to be present to win and in order to get entered to win that hashtag talk nerdy uh it's been a long time since we've given anything away uh here in the studio we do it on monday night every now and then but uh there it is. I've been sitting around and i have not worn it sweat all in it or anything like that Uh, And now I've seen it today. I took the pictures and posting it and doing other stuff. I'm like, man, I should have just kept it. But uh, I'm sure if I talk nice to them, they'll probably send me another one. Hashtag talknerdy, all one word out there in the chat. We'll give you the opportunity to win that. And you must be present. If not, we will draw somebody else. So, uh, yeah, let's get that off of the screen. For now, if I can figure out how to do that, there is how we do it. And let's move on the next one. Uh, We hit on it. We're we're progressing through the bullet points really nicely tonight. Uh, And the next one is community. What changes for the future over the next several years uh, are we looking at in community? And I'll point out a couple of things before we uh, kick this one off and get started. That we talked about uh, earlier when we were talking about tech, we talked about people moving more to mobile. Uh, We're talking about people getting um, more used to the zoom meeting the conference call type uh stuff we seen have seen over the last year plus massive influx of new firearm owners uh, and that sort of thing all plays a role into how we're moving forward i think as a community but as far as the uh, community i know swamp dog i'll let you jump in first just in case you you have to bail um thoughts on uh the future of the community and where it's going to end up and and how it's going to go.
1: Yeah. uh, I think the big, big, the biggest thing is the community is going to grow a lot bigger than any of us think both on the creator side, amount of creators and the amount of uh, people looking for gun content. Like you mentioned, all these new gun owners, there's a reason why, a lot of these older videos of some of the basic stuff is starting to get a lot more views now because you got a lot more new people coming into it. And like we mentioned before, with all the tech making it easier and easier for people to become a creator, you're going to have a a big influx of new creators coming on in the next couple of years, too, and which goes right back to what we was talking about about uh not necessarily bandwidth specific but the amount of contact for to people whether it's on a certain platform before sending links to people on your own the amount of viewers and um
0: yeah, Tactical Pineapple's echo that says uh, more and more people are becoming comfortable behind the camera uh, as the remote stuff progresses, so creators are going to expand massively. I think also people are becoming more and more comfortable behind the camera simply because we, for, for decades now we've had them in our pockets. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that, that's the key to all
1: it. of it. Everything's getting normalized now. Yeah, And it, as it becomes more and more normalized, the more and more people's going to start doing right. it.
0: Right. Uh Tactical Pineapple also thanks for the participation. Tactical Pineapple. I don't know if you are on the invite list for these uh nerd chats, but uh hit me up. Uh pretty sure you've got my email. Um hit me and up. One and one last if, uh, you want to get in, you can. Go ahead.
1: One last comment on the community side of things, which I think you kind of touched on it earlier. Uh a lot of the a lot of us creators and stuff talk about uh trying to reach more people or grow like what you were saying like say war poet society for example there's a a important side of things to reach people that's not already in the 2a or gun community that's why like say certain startup platforms or whatever in the past that was geared towards one specific type of audience is never going to grow as big as say a YouTube or a Facebook because you've got to be able to reach them people that wasn't already looking for that in the first place and we're going to
0: we're going to end up losing you sounds like font dog um Finish up while uh, we see what's going on there with tactical uh, with the With that, there uh, should be a lot of blending of topics because everyone brings their own niche uh, with the creative process. I, that's perspectives and all of that, I think, are great. Um, I think that you have to be careful with what you blend and how you blend, um, especially when you get off into the political and to some extent the social arenas. Of things pop out there. Just stop eating our own. Not everyone is on the same level. Uh, stop degrading newbies. Uh, stop and help. I, that kind of goes along with tactical pineapples thing. Of everybody's going to have their own way and their own perspective. Uh, and I think we have to uh, understand all of that. Uh, yeah, Swamp Dog has dropped. Um, yeah, he said he that might happen. So uh, yeah, go check out Swamp Dog Armory if you get a chance. And I want to thank him for, for joining us when he did. Uh, Paul Hurley says, yeah, he has a car channel uh, and a music home studio channel. Uh, so uh, a lot of this has helped tremendously. Hey, glad we can. Uh, yeah, a lot of what we talk about applies to other dishes, thankfully. Uh, but, yeah, Tactical Pineapple, hit me up. Uh, Paul, you get that channel started. Hit me up in the email if anybody wants to be on the panel with these. Uh, You're absolutely more than welcome. Ghost, coming to you with... Uh, the future of the community.
3: So, real quick, are you talking about the community of creators or the community, just the Both. gun community? Okay, Both, because well, I mean, we're,
0: all, we're all a part of the community, sure. whether we're a creator or not, and anybody has the capacity to be a creator. That's why we kind of do this show, well, I right? think
3: that that's, that's kind of where I was going to go, but I didn't know where you wanted me to, to go. So, you know, I, I think what's happening with the large influx of new gun owners and and the people that are seemingly at least um, open their eyes to the lifestyle and the culture, there are going to be new creators. But I think what we're seeing is for the first time, we're not going to have the thirties and 40 year old tactical guys or the FUDs or whatever. We're starting to see the next generation, people that are our kids age, the early twenties that are getting involved and they, have a different perspective on what our community is. They have a different perspective of what our culture is. And that's a good thing. And they're going to be able to come in as creators possibly and show us some new tricks. And we don't have, they, they, we don't, we should not be forcing them to conform nor to prove themselves to the old school guys. We should be able to look at the new guys and the younger people and say, huh, they're bringing a different perspective in. They're bringing some fresh ideas. They're bringing some different creative tools with them that we probably never thought of. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's that ongoing circle of life that when we were our, in our 20s, our parents probably looked down and said, oh, man, these guys, just they just don't understand. Well, now we're that age. These kids don't understand. They do understand. They understand exactly what's going on. We just don't do it the same way. So there's an opportunity for us to help guide them a little bit, but also for us to learn from them different tech ideas, fresh ideas, understanding that the newer gun owner that's out there are not lifelong gunners. They're people that took up guns in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, not that have been around guns their whole life. So this is the new norm. And I think it's a really cool opportunity for us to learn from them. Yes, pass on some knowledge to them as well, but to learn from them and saying, hey, they're a different demographic than what we're used to. Yeah, and they seem to be a lot more raw than what we're used to as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those where, and and the rawness is, is good because, at least for me, a lot of us like the polish. We, we we like doing things polished. We want it to look as professional and as cinematic as we can be. But that's not the way that it's going now. The the new wave with the TikToks and all of this stuff. It's literally point, shoot, and upload. Don't care if you make a mistake. And and it's maybe I have to learn. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to flub a sentence here and there it's okay to send something completely raw it's not polished and it's just a different mentality but it's not a bad thing it's just different and sometimes we're scared of different yeah
0: get back it gets back into perspective and everybody kind of has their own way and you know what they're what they're used to i mean look at movies right it's like not all movies are or shot the same way not you know when the cameras and the camera angles and the jump cuts and the you know the action sequences and you know whatever it might be uh from one to the next and so you know content online content it's going to mimic that in a way it's going to be the same dynamic i think
3: yeah um, and, and you know getting in a part of it is is you go back to collaborating and and promoting other people in those in those networks if you will you know the cool thing about it is is i can't wait for shot show that's good well for a lot of reasons right. but how many new people are going to go to shot show that have never been whether they're new creators or not but how many people are that we know already say i can't wait to go to shot show for my first time right and we're going to start seeing this big influx of different types of people people that may not look you know, there might not be the tactical beard convention that it always has. been. it might be more of, right. you know, the skinny jeans convention at shot show. Who knows? But that's where we're going. That, that's, that's, where, that's where it is. So instead of saying, well, you don't look like a gun tuber, so you might not be one. We're not going to take you seriously. There's a lot of people that identify with the skinny jeans and the yeah. fedoras and all of that. We need well, to accept them and also learn from them.
0: And there's also a lot that look alike, right? The the quintessential, you know, big dog YouTuber that is nowhere even close. So I think that door swings both ways a little bit too. No doubt. Absolutely. Yes. You know, they play the part really well, but, you know, they can talk the talk really well, but they can't necessarily walk the walk. Vandalist, uh, because it's Reno May at Shot. I don't have a clue. I've never met Reno. Talked to him recently through his demonetization, which he's back up now, pretty sure. Um, he did reach out to me, and, and I tried to help out with that. Uh So I, I have talked to him on the phone quite a few times. Uh, he is a real dude. I can verify that. He is not a robot, as G-Webs would say. Uh But yeah, Shot Show, I've never met the dude at Shot Show or anywhere else, so We shall see. Paul Hurley says, I asked my boys if one of them wanted to film me uh, hunting this fall and said yes, but we'll see. Uh, We talked about tech earlier and GoPros and other things. Um, I've got a rail on my bow. Obviously, there is rails uh, that can be put onto firearms and use GoPros. And there's all kinds of different ways that you uh, you could do that, even if you had to do it yourself. Uh, I think that you could certainly accomplish that. So let's talk about the uh, cap giveaway real quick before we move on to our final topic, which is the most self-indulgent self-promoting topic where we talk about the future of our channels. Uh, And before we get to that though, again, there is the uh, cap from medieval industries. And I, the more I see this again, the more I just want to keep it and say, no, you guys can't have it. But Uh, Throw the hashtag TalkNerdy, all one word, hashtag TalkNerdy out there in the live chat. If you want a shot uh, at that Medieval Industries cap, you only got to put it one time. You do have to be present uh, when we give this thing away. So keep that in mind. But uh, hashtag TalkNerdy will get you uh, a shot at that cap. So, uh, yeah, let's switch gears here. Uh, Final bullet point of the night. Uh, is uh, talk, again talking about our channels. So, um, yeah, Ghost. I'll let you. Uh, you're the only one here. Swamp Dog Armoury had to bail. So, um, the future of your channel. What uh, you know? What it, does it look like? Looking forward for you. Some of the things you're looking forward to. Obviously, Shot Show. But you know, beyond that.
3: And I have no idea. I mean, you know, that's that's the great thing about the future. is It's unknown. I mean, obviously there's going to be the aspect of training and concealed carry and reviews and stuff like that that are always going to be part of the channel. But, you know, doing stuff like bushcraft, outdoor stuff, possibly, I mean, there's no telling. I mean, the great thing that I like is, is when I start getting into something, I'll start doing videos on that and it might not last that long or whatever, but... That's the beautiful thing about the future is I, I don't know. Um the future is what it's gonna be and wherever my interest goes, I'll put it out there and you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna curtail my channel towards what I think people like. I'm gonna put out what I like and just hope that people like it as well. I'm gonna come along for the ride. So as far as the future, I mean I plan on continue doing all the different podcasts that I do. I continue to do all the the drills and training and um, reviews and all of that awesome stuff, you know, promoting the military as much as I can and all of that, that's not going away, but mixed in, there, are going to be some different things because my interests change a lot. And every time that I go through something, I'm going to put it out there because there might be someone that's learning that as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the future because I don't know what it is. And I think that, if I was to sit there and try to plan my future, it wouldn't be as fun. I enjoy just kind of whatever happens, happens, and whatever doors open up, open up. And uh, I think, you know, you, we, we always talk about this. You you have to create opportunities, but those, those opportunities only allow you to get to the door. You know, you've got to figure out once that door opens what you're going to do, but uh, just keep working hard and trying to create as many opportunities as I can and see what happens. That's that's kind of the fun part of it, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: you know, there's, you talked about, you know, things changing, right? And so I've taken on, I know you never have, you never have delved into, you know, another channel. When um, I've got, I've got two. I've got one that uh, played around briefly with uh, the tech side of things and found that, you know two decades plus plus in it and tech uh yeah i just don't i don't care about it that much anymore honestly i do in relation to what i'm using it for as a creator but outside of that i, I just don't i don't care about the latest processor or video card or whatever it might be i could care less um and then i had the fud life project which the fud life project is still a thing um And, you know, I haven't really decided whether I'm going to kind of bring that back, Um, you know, moving forward, um, bring that back as far as, you know, trying to push that channel, promote that channel separately. Or uh, if I want to interweave it into this channel in some way uh, and just have it be a a side series or whatever the case may be. And honestly, that might be the route that I go. Um, And then. um. We've got the next generation, which of course died out because of uh uh COVID. We we had two great seasons of that. Um hopefully we'll be able to get the third season up and going uh in twenty twenty one. Currently working on that, so definitely looking on you know that moving forward. But talking about the alternate channels shifting gears is and I'm not gonna give this away uh as to as to what's going on, but I'm sort of revived a, a, let's just say revived an old hobby and um i've just been interested in it more interested in it lately um and i've debated whether or not i should start a channel and i think what i'm gonna do because i don't want to split focus and it's while i've enjoyed getting back into it um so i think what i'm gonna do with that um is I think I may just use that as some insight with the uh, YouTube channel members uh, and the Patreon folks. So time, you know, perfect time to of course say thank you to all of the Patreon patrons uh, and the YouTube channel members. We have a lot of fun doing a lot of different things behind the scenes, um, and uh, also big thanks to those that do super chat uh, during the live streams. Appreciate all of that, but that's to say that. You know, maybe I take that and do some special content um, relating around that particular hobby, uh, just as kind of behind the scenes. And I think that will—I think that'll give me my outlet for sharing my hobby without the the hassle of of doing another channel. Now, part of my fear is that I'm going to do that, and that channel will potentially take over the whole firearm side of things. And I enjoy all of this way, way too much. Uh, so I do have that fear. And I think that's one of the reasons I don't want to blow that up. But if you're out there again, you're a YouTube channel member a Patreon patron, look for, for some of that coming within the next couple of weeks. Uh, and you'll, uh, you'll know what I'm, what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I agree with your ghost that I think that we were told long ago by somebody that has been around longer than us combined. Uh, that you have to, you have to remain fluid. And I think that when we talk about our channels in the future, uh, I think we have to, um, you know, do I ever have any aspirations of doing what you do with the EDC, the more tactical side of things? No, uh, the same way that, you know, I don't think that, you know, we're going to see you review it a bunch of revolvers and lever action rifles. Anytime soon, so I think there's certain things that uh, that are going to stay the same. However, I, I like your your point earlier when we were talking about the community. You know, is it possible without without changing what we're into? Is it possible to be able to to deliver to that demographic that wants the more raw? Is that Something that we're gonna have to potentially work on as we move forward as as gun tubers, uh, older gun tubers into. Good Lord, I get into like AR double G's chat right, which is a regular gun guy for those out there. good check him out, uh, and those guys are all about the handguns and the latest poly handguns and stuff like that. And you you say something about a revolver or lever action rifle or something, or even a bolt gun, uh, and I think they all throw up a little bit in their mouths. So. But is there a way to get the content, how am I trying to word this? Um, Is there a way to get that future demographic watching content, the content that you put out, I guess, right? The topics or the, the context of the content that you're putting out.
3: I think that there's, I think that there's, there's a way you just got to be entertaining. I mean, it sounds bad, but there are people out there that, let's just, let's just be real. Let's call a spade a spade. There are people out there that get frustrated with not growing their channel size and they ultimately end up quitting or giving up or having bad attitudes and all that. And they, they say, well, I'm working hard. Yeah. But if you're working hard, but you're still boring, it doesn't matter. You know, you got to be entertaining you that, you know, what people need to realize is YouTube and and video creators have replaced for a large amount of people, TV, people come to our shows on a week on, you know, there's different shows every night that people go to and they utilize it like they would normally watch TV. Well, I don't want to miss NCIS. Well, I don't want to miss the nerd chat on Thursday night. And so you have to entertain people. I think the biggest way that you can do that and going into the raw thing is opening yourself up to new experiences. Like you said, you're not going to see on my channel a lot of revolver, bolt action, stuff like that. But that doesn't mean you won't see a little bit of it in there because guess what? eventually I need to open my horizons to the world of revolvers, bolt actions and long range shooting or whatever, and not just handgun concealed carry and closed quarter tactics. Mm-hmm. And if I do that, then maybe they're going to sit there and say, well, this guy is putting raw stuff out there because he's not afraid to show that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Right. He's new to this. I'm interested in long range shooting. So I'm going to go along with this guy because he's going through the same process. I am, we're learning the same thing at the same time. So maybe his experiences will help me in my experiences. So, you know, whether or not we can entertain them is one thing, but two, we can't be locked in at exactly what our niche is. If for me, you know, a lot of stuff that you talk about is foreign to me. A lot of stuff that I talk about is foreign to you, but maybe if we a little bit open our minds to those other things, We can open up our channels to other people that are learning the same things at the same time. So I think that's where the rawness comes in is don't be afraid to try something new. Right.
0: Um, Yeah, Paul makes a good point out there. He says just, yeah, he says just being you is what I like to see, the old, uh, real, recognized, real. Um, And I think that's that's what Ghost uh, was hitting on just then is like, be real about it. I mean, if you you know, I put out a, uh, and I didn't get any, I didn't really get any hate, uh, but I put out a video, um, oh good lord, what is it, the Patreon patrons and YouTube channel members, I know I talk about them all the time, but they're awesome, um, they've got access to a video right now that I'll probably drop on Sunday that will show you my capabilities as far as, uh, what I can do behind a firearm, um, but, um, my single-action revolver, the last one I did, I think, on the Heritage Rough Rider. I think it was the Rough Rider versus the Barkeep. Uh, single-action revolvers, I love them. Love them. The old-school gutter sights and all, I suck. I suck with them. Um, I just i haven't spent a lot of time with, you know, like, single-action shooting sports people and old-timers uh, to really learn the, the sighting system and the sight picture and the nerd stuff behind it. I just like them and they're cool. And as long as I can maybe hit steel at 10 yards with them, I'm happy. Um, But I said that in that video. You know, what Paul was saying out there um, is it'll be real. I was that way. I was like, look, I I don't shoot these sights well. I suck with them. But I'm going to try to do the best I can at a little group and compare the two. And here we go. Um, And I didn't get a lot of hate. And it wasn't because I said that. I don't know, maybe, maybe. Um, Swamp Dog uh, talking about tech, Ohio Wolverine out there. So I think the audience uh, is on the CCW trend and anything dealing with gun laws, it's like 2012 all over again. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Trends are are an uh, important thing. Being able to identify those and run with them Um, for a long time now. and, And that's part of my channel. Uh, For a long time now, Tactical and CCW, Ghost's Wheelhouse, (laughs) um, has sort of been the trend within the niche. Um, There's really not been a lot of trend. There's been some 22 long rifle trend that I've I've been able to catch some waves on. Um, But the vast majority of it, I would agree, is is CCW or Tactical, and I just don't do a lot of that. Um, I could probably do a better job. At figuring out how to interweave some of that into my old school. So maybe like carrying a revolver or carrying a single action revolver or hunting. I don't know. Hunting would work. Maybe home defense with a lever action rifle. I don't know. Or
3: are doing different drills for someone that has just bought their first revolver. What are some drills that they could go to the range and do that are specifically good for revolvers?
0: This is, this is true. Uh, and, yeah, we're kind of in the free flow portion of the show tonight. Before I, I continue with the comments, though, uh, there is the cap for Medieval Industries, probably in about 10 minutes or so. We're going to give that away. Got to be present to win. And if you're out there, if you are paying attention, hashtag talk nerdy gets you an entry. Hashtag talk nerdy. Um, yeah, you can't win if you don't play. There it is again. And uh, hopefully I win. I need to put the hashtag out there and just keep it. But uh, now I'll hit up. I'll hit up Medieval Industries and uh, and get me another one. So uh, I'm going to leave that on the screen. I think. So uh, yeah, going back through these uh, these comments, Chris Lang says, "I think YouTube will be fine as long as you follow the rules. You're able to present your papers. Um, mark my words, I can't say a whole lot. We talked about Hank's show, uh, Hank Strange's show last night, uh, and first part of that show really great. If you're if you're a creator, talked about that early in this podcast." Uh, Encourage you to check that out, um, but there's there's some things coming with YouTube that I think are going to be exciting. You're still going to have doomsdayers, naysayers, and the people that just love misery. Um, that they're not going to be happy regardless of what any platform or you know whatever happens. Uh, they're just miserable people, and you know unfortunately that type of stuff really sells. Um, so the more miserable they can be, uh, the more miserable people they suck in um and the more views and ultimately money that they make and that's sad that that's the way it is but it is I mean I've say it over and over people had rather watch the train wreck than the junior livestock awards at the county fair one's totally negative one's totally positive and people would tune into the train wreck it multifold over the other one unfortunately they may tell you, They'd rather watch one. But uh, when push comes to shove, that's just not the case. Um, good Lord, got a lot of comments out here. And I, we are going to cover uh, all of these. Maybe Tactical Pineapple said everyone has their place. And I personally think you can do what you want. If you enjoy what you're putting out, so will others. Yeah, if you have fun in your videos, that's one of the biggest things. Is You, know, you need to smile, laugh, uh, leave in a few screw-ups. I mean, if you... <sighs> Get Ghost's uh, opinion on this, but I I will intentionally leave in some screw ups, um, screw ups where I correct myself. Sometimes I will say the wrong word or I'll pronounce something weird or wrong or something like that. Um, and especially if I catch it, <laughs> like if I'm saying, "Hey, uh, yeah, today we're going to talk," you know, blah blah blah. Hey, this revolver holds, you know, nine rounds. Oh wait, no, it don't. Back up. It holds 10 rounds. And I'll leave that in, right? I could refilm that, but I'll leave that in. I mean, I've corrected the record. Yeah, it was a screw-up. Would it look better if I didn't screw up and I just said right off the bat that it was 10 rounds? Sure. Um, but I like leaving little things like that in because of what Paul was talking about earlier and, and whatever. Uh, it, it just looks real.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, we are human beings. I mean, you know, no one is perfect. I think the more you do it, the more polished you get to where, when you first start out, it might take 17 takes to get something. And a couple of years later, it takes you five and five years into it. It takes you one or two. So you get better at the presentation, but you know, there are a lot of people that try to hide any and all mistakes they make. And you know, Those are the ones who ultimately, when you never see them make a mistake, you never see them make fun of themselves, you never see them uh, do anything wrong or controversial or anything, those are the ones that you start thinking, what's he hiding? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, making mistakes and laughing at yourself and making fun of yourself and, and having a good time. If, if you can't do that, making, creating content, If you can't have fun doing that and not take yourself very seriously, then one of two things is going to happen. You're not going to be around that long, or you're going to be so stressed out by doing this that it's no longer going to be fun, which means you're probably not going to be around very long. So yeah, enjoy it. The whole part of this is having fun. The whole part of this is if you want to be a professional actor, then go to Hollywood. This isn't what this is about, you know? Right uh, Paul out there says
0: I was talking about bore axis and nobody knew what I was talking about on this channel. I'm thinking AR double G maybe says that's okay though, because we all learn from somewhere and that's a great video potentially to put out just in how simple of a video. You could do that literally with a YouTube shorts. Um, pretty much. Uh, I think anyway, tactical pineapple again, uh, we got to get him in this panel one night, but says, uh, Uh, anybody that comments that much out there in the live chat should be on this panel. Just saying Uh, says there is a major growth period as well. A lot of people that aren't honest about their own content quality. Uh, Some are too hard and others aren't hard enough. And this is true. Um, But I have heard people universally apply it that because you're not growing or whatever the case may be, your content sucks. Um, And that's simply not, true you could have the best content as far as value proposition whatever out there and because your thumbnails bite or your title bites or you know you're not promoting and sharing the way you you should or all of the things that we talk about here on this channel um you know could potentially be holding you back as well um and I think that's a big deal if you watch channels and I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop a channel because he's not going to mind me doing it, but you watch Mr. Big Kid, right? Cinematography over on Mr. Big Kid is amazing. Now, Mr. Big Kid would never say to me, well, the reason I'm bigger than you, Clover, is because your content sucks. He would never say that, even though compared cinematography-wise, compared to his content, my content does suck, right? But if you're going to tell somebody that it well, it's because your content sucks. Well, you need to be specific about that, right? Like, what about it sucks? Because the the production quality compared to that particular channel that's chasing a particular demographic that is right. Again, we get back in the whole perspective argument. You know what I mean, Ghost?
3: Sorry, uh, uh, my my small fingers couldn't push the mute bu- the mute button uh yeah and i think a lot of it comes down to find something you know and when you're when you're about creating everyone does something well whatever that is build upon that you know if someone says man i don't like your content but you know they'll sit there and say well is there anything about my content that you like well yeah, I like the way you do this, but I don't like the rest of the stuff. Well, that's okay because now I can take what you at least you like about it and build upon it. I might tweak some of the stuff, but if someone's going to criticize you, instead of getting butt hurt about it, ask someone, "Hey, your content I, I, just can't, I, I your your content's boring or what about it is boring? Or hey, is there anything that I do that you actually do like?" Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I like this. Okay, that's great. Because now you have something to build upon, but use it as constructive criticism and right. be willing to push yourself to try new things. You know, it might right. be something like that you've never even thought of doing. We all steal from each other. Let's right. be real about it. I'm going to watch a video. Let's say, let's take Mr. Big Kid. You know, let's say that he does something. I say, man, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm going to go try that. Right. It's okay to do that. That's the ultimate compliment is, is saying, I like what you do. I'm going to try to use that. That is the ultimate content uh, compliment. So be a, be a, 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 don't be afraid to try something new when, when you're creating content. If you're not growing, then what's no, and this is going to sound harsh. I don't mean it to be, but if you're out there and you're putting content out there, then you're not growing. What does it hurt to try something new? Because if you're already not growing, you're not going to stop not growing. The only thing you can do is get better. So try something new and you never know what you're going to find that hits. For me, ultimately, let's be real. What made my channel start growing? I tried something new and started doing top five lists and everyone, you know this, Clover, everyone started making fun of me of doing top five lists everyone's doing them now that's cool but ultimately me having the courage to sit there and say i'm going to try this i see other niches doing this not in the gun world so i'm going to try doing these top five lists and that's what made my channel grow people liked it and the same people that were talking smack about doing top five lists they found that their channels are growing with top lists now so it's like one of the things where find something that you like other people doing and try it you never know what's going to happen
0: yeah um We're going to get to these comments, and then we're going to give away
3: this cap, ladies and gentlemen. Can I say something really quick? I find it ironic that Vandaliska out there is making fun of your accent. This dude's from Australia, and he's making fun of your accent. I I, think that's funny. (laughs) That's fine. What's up, Kiwi? How you doing, buddy? It it is what it is. So, yeah, if you want a shot
0: at winning this, going to get away here in a minute, remember, hashtag Nerdy, all one word, out there in the chat. That'll get you uh, eligible and entered let's run through these uh comments as quickly as we can draw and then maybe get out of here uh swamp dog out there he says i think collabs are important too. uh, our crossovers with other channels i there needs to be more of that going on at the smaller creator level but i think there are some hurdles with that at the smaller creator level uh, be it production quality issues and time allotment and some other things uh, I think that, um, that, that play in, unfortunately. Um, also say he wants to compare, the uh, Kiapa 17 HMR uh, to my rough rider in a collab series. I also have a Kiapa uh, in, uh, in 22, uh, the Kiapa, what is it? The 1874, 1894. I don't remember. Um, unfortunately, Dr. pineapple says there's a major growth period as well. Oh, Um, didn't read that one. So let's go on down. That's why I was reading Swamp Dogs. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Good Lord, the chat jumped on me. My apologies. That happens sometimes. 45 ACP says how to shoot double action. uh, Took second place uh, in a bowling pin tournament with a GP 100 using double action. So many uh, of the other shooters were amazed how fast and accurate double action can be. Staging the trigger uh, is a um, yeah, staging the trigger is part of that. Uh, Dwayne out there just saw uh, tools and targets claiming they demon- demonetized one of his videos. He hasn't reached out to me, and he's probably got links in the description because that's usually what will get you. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I let people come to me if they have issues, I don't search out people because. First of all, they have to be willing to admit when they've broken the rules, uh, complying with the rules and then advocating to get the rules changed are two different things. Policy shouldn't say rules uh, compliance with the policy and then advocating to change the policy are two different things. People want to complain the two a lot of times and say, oh, I don't know why YouTube did this. Yeah, you do. It's right there in black and white. Um Paul Hurley says, yep, I'd prefer to watch channels like these that are filled with positive people. There you go. Um, always important. Our attacking daughter says we keep it real like that. Man, I want people uh, to see him mess up. Depends on how bad you mess up, but yeah. Stan out there in the house says I enjoy listening on the podcast because you never know what's going to be brought up. Sometimes I have an answer for some questions, and Stan does occasionally, which is nice. Uh, tactical pineapple says i'm not growing but i'm not growing my analytics are still positive even if i'm just hovering um and with analytics it depends on what analytics you're looking at we've had a a, a studio on that before some are important some are not most of the ones people are paying attention to are not important um and what's important is getting down on the uh on the individual video level, with those, then you can really start figuring some stuff out with your channels. So, um, Ohio out there says we had a creator summit and it was awesome, helped some channels, but not all of them. Uh, there are some few creator get togethers that are helpful like that. And then Swamp Dog Armory says so it's the 1873 Kiapa. So, yes, that is what it is. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have a 22 in that one. So, Without uh, further ado, hopefully, if you want to win this cap, you have put hashtag talk nerdy at some point out there in the chat. And uh, we're going to draw and then we're going to get out of here. Let's do it. It's that simple. Now, keep in mind if you've done it twice, then what did uh, you win? I'm going to draw again if I win. <laughs> You you jinxed oh us, man.
2: You, you jinxed me?
0: us. So I, I'm gonna decline. I did talk smack earlier, and I said because that's totally rigged, right? Uh, I did talk smack earlier and said I wish I could win it. I didn't. Yeah, I did type type. I typed hashtag nerdy in the pin post up at the top of the chat before we started. Yeah, um, awesome. But no, I'm gonna. We're definitely gonna give this away. So let's draw again. Uh, and you're gonna have to be. If you're not present, I'm gonna give you what, 30 seconds or so, a minute. Um, And uh, if you don't claim it in that time, then... So Joshua Staten, it says. Joshua Staten has won the cap. There it is. So I need Joshua Staten to say something out there in the chat, like, hey, it's me or I won or something. He needs to be present and accounted for to claim this. And at that point... Um yeah, we will call it official. So he uh he made a comment. I see he was he was definitely out there in the chat.
3: Um yeah, he just uh right above tactical pineapple says congrats, Josh. He he put a comment out there. That's Josh, yep. Yep. So uh yeah, Josh, Josh
0: you, Mr. Staten, however we say that. Uh congratulations, email me. Clovertac at gmail.com clover at gmail.com and uh i will get this along with a few other goodies in a box and out the door to you i don't know what happened to ghost but he got mad because he didn't win i guess um and jumped off ghost does that sometimes uh he completely gets butt hurt when he doesn't win the prizes so my apologies uh no uh, put that back up on the screen because we'll end on that
3: note, I suppose.
0: Um, yeah, final thoughts, plugs, things like that. Let's get the heck out of here, Ghost. What do you got?
3: Um, you know, I, I, I really want people to understand that there are a lot of people out there that are having mental issues, whether it's veterans or just the COVID, people being stuck at home or whatever. A lot of people going through a lot of things in their life and it gets to the point where they think they're alone. And sometimes just a simple hello could be the only correspondence they have with another human being every day. So if you're out there and you're living your life and you see someone that isn't right, that just seems like they may be depressed or something's going on, it's, it's sometimes just saying, hey, how you doing? you doing? Know, nice to meet you or everything going okay? You look like you're struggling. You, you want to talk about anything? Having human correspondence could be the thing that helps save their life. Um, so don't be afraid to look for someone that might be hurting in some way, shape or form and, and talk to them. They may not have anyone they can talk to. If you're out there and you are struggling, understand that you are not alone. You have a lot of people that are willing to talk to you. Call me, text me, email me 24 seven. Um, I have been known to wake up at two in the morning and spend four hours on the phone with someone if it works. Um, it's one of those things where I think right now is an opportunity to make make people happy. I say this all the time, be a better person, be a better American. And um, as far as the veterans go, one of the greatest things I ever heard, it was Marcus Luttrell saying, you know, what can people do to thank you for your service? He says, be a better American. So I'm going to trust everyone, especially on this 4th of July weekend, try to be a better person, a better human being, a better American. Make the people that gave the ultimate sacrifice for your freedoms Proud to do so. Do something that earns their thanks. So, um yeah, thank you for having me. It's a great show.
0: You bet. I mean, this this podcast ended up. It started out in the dumper. I mean, we had tech issues with Ghost. We had tech issues with Line Rich. We had you know Swamp Dog had to leave early. Unfortunately, we just had all kinds of, of craziness uh, when this thing first started. But we ended strong, and so. You know, my message for the night is to head down and hustle. Told many, many a person that at Shot Show and NRA, head down and hustle. Uh, I've actually got a shirt over in the store that says that. Um, push through, keep on keeping on, no matter what that is. It's what Ghost is uh, talking about. You know, with struggles, uh, whether it's uh, content creation, whatever the case may be. Find uh, a way, find a way to get through into not we did that. I think we ended really strong. Gave a cap away to Joshua Staten, which is awesome. Uh, lots of content coming on the channel. We'll also echo um, what we talk about all the time, which is if you're out there and you're thinking about turning on the camera, turning on the microphone, doing something. It doesn't have to be firearm-related. doesn't have to be. It's a passion if you enjoy doing it, especially if you can provide some kind of value or you think people would get a value out of it. Uh, absolutely. Turn the camera on. Turn the microphone on do it. We're in that day and age that this is the norm. It really is. Um, And to that avail, uh, Independence Day weekend, obviously coming up. um, Live life. Live life. Uh, We get inundated with the negativity so much. um, And not just because it's Independence Day weekend, but we live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth, regardless of what problems uh, there might be. Um I heard somebody the other day this this is gonna this is a Christian was a Christian joke. Uh but it's funny, especially if you love um love Chick-fil-A. But it was a a conversation between two people. He says, You know, heaven is gonna be wonderful except for one thing. The guy said, What's that? He's like, There won't be any Chick-fil-A. And he's like, Dude, you're wrong. He said, Heaven will have Chick-fil-A, and in heaven. Chick Fil A will be open on Sunday.
3: <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's great. I like it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's amazing.
0: That's awesome. So, um, yeah. I mean, just um, uh, yeah. Li- live life. In- enjoy life. Obviously, Paddle Day weekend Sunday. We can't have Chick Fil A, but uh, either way, live your life because uh, the world turns. The sun will come up tomorrow. Whatever saying that you want to put on it, uh, and life life's worth living. And if you really look at it compared to the vast majority of other people in this crazy world, uh, like, uh, Joe Walsh once saying, uh, life's been good. Right. So on that note, so uh, far, <laughs> so far. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, thanks for talking nerdy, sticking with us through all the technical difficulties. If you're out there in audio podcast world, Uh, We love you. Again, uh, remember, you can continue the conversation at any time in the comments below. Special shout-out thanks to the Patreons, the YouTube channel members, those folks that super chatted, including Rain, who made it rain earlier with a super chat. Uh, Until next week, stay nerdy.